Hello and happy holidays, bubblies. Welcome to a very merry mini bubble of this podcast, My Streaming Bubble, where I talk about the shows I love with the people I tolerate. I'm your holly jolly TV watching and talking host, Jen, and today's episode is all about what's been streaming in my bubble, but the holiday movie edition. So I'll be sharing a few of my holiday movie rewatch musts. So first of all, like I said, happy holidays, bubblies. And if holidays aren't your thing, then hi and thanks for listening. And this episode and one more will be the will be it for 2023. Uh, Not forever, but I'm just going to take a small New Year's break and I'll be back in February. But good news It's a leap year, so you get an extra February episode to make up for it. And I was thinking, uh, should I do something special? Like, I know there's a movie called Leap Year, so I looked it up, and there were at least two that popped up that I was like, okay, so one is the romantic comedy with Amy Adams. That was the one I was thinking about. And then there was this other one that popped up that just sounded kind of intense. <laughs> uh, and I I don't know if I want to cover either of those, <laughs> but we'll see. You never know. If you think I should, drop a comment and tell me what to do. Uh, but let's see. So before I get on to some of my holiday movie musts, I just wanted to share a few statistics from this last year from uh, my podcast hosting site, Podbean. And it's been, you know, I'm always happy and appreciative of every download that I get, every listen, every comment. I'm super appreciative. And thank you all so, so much. The greatest gift you could ever give. So according to Podbean, My top 10 most downloaded episodes of the year were, uh, let's see, uh, number one, actually, no, I'm going to start from, I'm going to start from 10 and then count down to number one. So coming in at number 10 was a episode that I did with Meg from Bedwet or Behead, where we talked about Bridgerton season two. And <laughs> once again, I am vexed by how much I love these shows because they're not part of my normal genres. I don't, these aren't my normal jam, but I am loving Bridgerton. Um, and we also did Queen Charlotte because, of course, I have to watch it because it's a Bridgerton verse series. And then coming in at number nine was when Bex from Big Reputations and my buddy Eric joined me and we talked about Wednesday, season one. And, you know, I have to say I've watched this season, the show a couple of times since the uh, since I we did the recording. And I feel like I could talk about it some more. So <laughs> uh, at least it's been renewed for a second season. So um uh, I can't remember. I don't know when that's supposed to come out, but after it does, I'm sure we will be back to discuss the second season of Wednesday. I was going to say Wednesday Adams, uh, but then I realized it's just Wednesday. 
Either way, number seven uh, is when I was joined by the other half of Bedwetter Behead, Carla, uh, to talk about a movie that she had tweeted about. And so I was kind of curious and checked it out. And then we did an episode on it. And that is The Angry Black Girl and Her Monster. And it's a take on the Frankenstein story, Frankenstein and his monster. Um, And it's so good. And everyone should watch it. And let, let me know what you think of it. Because we had a great time talking about this movie. This movie was fantastic. And I believe that's the one where I absolutely blew Carla's mind. <laughs> You're welcome, Carla. All right. And then coming in after that is when uh, it was a uh, podcast crossover episode. And I was joined by Trent and Sheree from A Nightmare on Fear Street. And I'm so I'm so glad that they agreed to do this movie because it is one of my favorite movies. And thank you guys so much for sitting through it and sitting down with me and talking about it. And that was when we discussed Grease 2. I am a Grease 2 is greater than the first Grease since mm, high school <laughs> soundtrack. Uh, cool writer, the quote dance, I guess you would say that goes with it. All of it. I was all about the pink ladies and their codes. <laughs> and for all the good and bad of that movie, I absolutely love it. So thank you again, <laughs> you guys for joining me for that one. All right. And then after that was when uh, Carla came back to the bubble. And this time we were joined by my brother, Brian. And we got to talk about that hot kimchi mess Beef, uh, starring Steven Yoon and Ali Wong. And we talked about the series, uh, these wonderful, utterly delightful characters, um, and a bit of like the controversy that went along with some of the with the casting choice and all of that. So uh, it was, I, I loved it. It was the first time those two met. And I just, I thought we did a great job having an amazing conversation about a movie with some very messy people. And then coming in at number five was a quick little mini bubble, quick-ish for me. Eh, you know, how it goes. And uh, let's see, that's when Eric joined me and we talked about the uh, Harley Quinn's Valentine's Day special. Um, just because we just had to. Uh, we had, I, I think this is like we shortly, shortly after we did our... Harley Quinn episode after me avoiding doing a Harley Quinn episode <laughs> for a couple of years. Uh, so when the Valentine's Day special came out, we're just like, oh, we gotta. And we did. And I loved it. I love that show. <laughs> Bane. Uh, anyway. Number four is when Brian and I talked about I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson. Sketch comedy show. It's it's so funny and it's kind of one of those where like I liked it, but I think the more I talked about it uh, throughout the episode, the more I like appreciated it and kind of, I guess, for lack of a better word term, came around to it. So uh, now all we do is just share. I think you should leave memes. And that is how we express how important we are to each other. Like one year, like last Christmas, we agreed uh, just gift cards, whatever, no big deal. Uh, but then I found something on Etsy from I Think You Should Leave, and it's the skit with Steven Yoon. And so I sent him that. 
at the same time, I received a gift that didn't have uh, any name attached to it. And it was um, a gray shirt, the picture of a glass of wine that says, I'm scared of how much I need wine. And come to find out that was from my brother. So my husband is like, so you guys agreed not to get each other gifts. And then you got each other gifts like from the same show. I was like, yeah, isn't that great? <laughs> so that's. That's really what our relationship has boiled down to is I think you should leave memes. Thanks, Brian. All right. And now the top three most downloaded episodes for the last year, for the last 12 months. All right. So number three is Scott Pilgrim versus the world. And I was joined by Eric once again and Marty. And some of you may know that Marty and I have been kind of slowly covering the uh, MCU. We're a little behind. But we were able to get in, like I said, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. And this is, I mean, these guys love, I mean, who doesn't love this movie? Uh, probably some folks. But I've, it's such a fun movie. I love all the video gamey bits. And just, it's, it, I don't know what else I can say that, <laughs> that I didn't say in the episode. So you'll have to make sure and listen to it. Because uh, right now I'm, I'm struggling with my my words. All right. And then number two uh, is a little surprising for me, but, n you know, I not like I appreciated any less, uh, but it's an episode from 2022. And that's where uh, that's a mini bubble where I talk about what's been streaming in my bubble. I, I, I was just tickled that an older episode uh, made it into not just the top 10, but like the top two. And I think that's fantastic. And I love that so much that uh, whatever I was watching at the time, or maybe, I don't know, maybe y'all were looking for some show suggestions or something. You're like, huh, what's this chatty bitch been watching last year? And thank you so much. And I hope that uh, if you watched anything that I talked about in that episode, uh, let me know what you thought. Did you love it? Did you hate it? I don't even remember what shows I've talked about. It's been, it's been a minute. So thank you so much for the downloads. And the number one most downloaded episode for 2023 was when Laura and Eric and I got together and we talked about the Batman. And that would be uh, Robert Pattinson's Batman, the Pattinson. And because we had already talked about all the Batmen's. And kind of who was a better uh, uh, Bruce, Bruce Wayne, and who did, who was maybe more suited for Batman. Um, both episodes great. And I was able to sit down and watch this long ass movie <laughs> to have this conversation. <laughs> and I'm glad I did. And I'm glad that you folks really seem to enjoy it. It's been one of my top most downloaded episodes almost since it aired. And actually, yeah, that one's from 2022 as well. So thank you again. And uh, I mean, really, double bubble heart hands. Love you guys all so much. Thank you to my tolerables that are all on those episodes. And thank you to all my bubblies for listening to all those episodes. Uh, let me know if like you have a favorite episode or let me know about what you thought about any of these episodes or the shows or movies that were discussed, uh, I'd love to hear it. 
Okay, so on to my holiday movie rewatch musts. Because I know you guys are just dying to know <laughs> what I have to watch this time of year every year. We all have movies we watch, movies and shows we watch at certain times of the year. A lot of people will watch The Gilmore Girls uh, in the fall because it's got that fall feeling. And I agree. It totally does. For me, as I've mentioned a whole mess of times, it's Doctor Who. I, For some reason, Doctor Who is just a very wintry show. Just something that fits. I don't know. There's just... There's just something kind of cozy about it. Like you just want to get wrapped up in blankies and kind of hunker down and just rewatch a bunch of Doctor Who and Ugly Cry and do that to yourself. I don't know. But there just is. And that's what I do. And I love it. So, uh, so not just, so it's not just the holiday specials and, and episodes and everything, but it's, Usually the whole series. Uh, and I'm currently in, uh, where am I? Oh, uh, with Capaldi, the 12th Doctor, and The Magician's Apprentice. So his second season, second series with Clara. So I, and and with Missy. Yay, Missy. Yay, Missy, you're so fun. Oh, God, Michelle Gomez is absolutely amazing as as Missy. Love it. Love it so much. I would love for her to come back in some way. That would be I I would I would explode, I think, from just sheer excitement and giddiness. Okay, but other than that, uh I do rotate in a few of my holiday horror movies. And this year I started with Black Christmas, both the 79 and the 06 version because I find the 06 version just delightful. It is one of those movies where the more I watch it, the more I like it. And to know more, <laughs> uh, you should check out the episode that I did with Dozer. And we talked about the, uh, as part of our original versus remake series. So we talked about 79, 06, and 19. Um, that one is not on my rotation for anything other than just to like poop on it. Another one is, uh, I mean, I have to. This is my, this is my Christmas Carol, and that is Scrooged with Bill Murray, uh, Bobcat Goldthwait, uh, Carol Kane, uh, Karen Allen. I love it. It is, it it's a must. There's a lot of like nostalgia, uh, just it, just a big part of like my childhood and growing up. So, and it's. So it's it has to play at some point, whether it's just kind of in as a background while I may be doing other holiday East things um, or I'm able to actually sit down and watch it. It has the the play button has to be hit on that movie at some point. Um, another movie that falls into that category is Gremlins. And it really is kind of one of those movies where I can have it on in the background and that's fine because as long as I get to see the old lady getting yeeted out of the window from her stair chair and the mom nuking a gremlin in the microwave and Phoebe Cates' character's sad, traumatic story about Christmas and Santa and her dad, because it's hilarious. That's all I need to see. 
those are the three highlights of that movie for me. Um, I just, and also maybe because like the ending was so creepy to me when I was a child, just watching Spike like melt, like that's fucked up. Oh, and look at me now. Perfectly well-adjusted adult. Speaking of perfectly well-adjusted, uh, another one that, and this one we watch as a family because it's a family-friendly movie. Uh, and that is, not to say Gremlins isn't, but my youngest, our youngest is, I, th- I think it would be a little too much for him. He gets, he gets freaked out a little easier. So obviously the older one would be fine. But one that no one has a problem with, even my husband, <laughs> is The Grinch uh, 2018 with Bumblebee Claritin. And I like this one because it's, I think it's cute. I think it's sweet. I like that we get more backstory to The Grinch and and kind of more like why he hates it. And it's more like, it's just that sad reason. <laughs> so, uh, and I like that uh, he's nicer to Max and we get, a few more Who's of Whoville, and of course, Fred. Who doesn't love Fred? So that one, and that one's just got, that one's got a great soundtrack to it as well. So there's like, if not the entire soundtrack, most of it is on our holiday playlist that I force my family to listen to every Christmas. Another one, another good family one for us is the Muppets Christmas Carol, because even though it's a musical and musicals aren't top of my genre list and definitely at the bottom of my husband's genre list, this is one that he can get through and I can get through because it's the Muppets. So anything Muppet related is always a go in this house. So Muppet Christmas Carol, fantastic. Watched it the other day, and it's, I love it. I love it so much. Uh, Gonzo, forever. And I love that he was Charles Dickens. That was great. Another newer animated Christmas classic, at least it's a classic for us, because it has been part of our rotation for the last couple of years since it first came out. And that is Klaus. And with, and, and it's, I absolutely love I love this kind of version of the Santa origin story. And I love the voice cast. They've got Jason Schwartzman as Jesper, J.K. Simmons as Klaus, Rashida Jones as Alva, Will Sasso, uh, Norm MacDonald, rest in peace, Joan Cusack. And I just, it's so, it's so sweet and heartwarming and funny and just kind of that, right amount of sad for a great Christmas movie. So it's, we, this year we actually decorated the Christmas tree to that one. And I just thought it was perfect. And I love that movie. So I didn't actually have to like watch the sad bits. And then I have to also say that the Christmas Chronicles, I also enjoy those. I think those are very funny and, uh, you know, and honestly, Kurt Russell as Santa can get it. Mm. And a very cool hip Santa. And I just, I mean, I love Kurt Russell. So 
I think I love this version of Santa. And of course, Goldie Hawn as Mrs. Claus is great. And I do prefer the first one more than the second one, even though the second one does have more Goldie. But I loved the reveal at the end of the first one. Sorry for spoilers. I'll make sure and have that in the episode descriptions there. Let's see. Oh, a couple other ones that have kind of uh, have made it onto the rewatch list, at least for me, just me, because uh, these are these are the scary movies, the horror slashers, the holiday horror movies. And uh, I rewatched uh, Christmas Horror Story the other day, and I do really like it. And I kind of like, I think I like my horror movies, no matter holiday or whatever, uh, more anthology, like with the different kind of stories being told within this like 90 minutes, whether it all comes together at the end or they're all like intertwined or just kind of their own separate little stories. I I don't know. I just, I really enjoy those. I think I've kind of realized that when it comes to the my horror movies, I get, I don't know if I'm just like picky. I don't think I'm, it's that I'm too picky about them, but I'm just, I'm just, I'm in it for the thrills and the kills and kind of really nothing more than that. And if they're, you know, movies want to put more into it, that's fine. I don't have a problem with that, but that's what I'm in it for. So I think that's why, too, a lot of horror movies I've seen in the past have all kind of eventually mushed together if they didn't have something that really, really, really stood out, whether it was like a big twist and whether or not I like the twist or not, um, or just whatever creepy, icky feeling I'm left with. So I think that's why... Part of the reason why I really enjoy a Christmas horror story, I like these different stories. Um, the the one was the the one about Santa being my favorite. I love that one when he's going around, and he's killing a bunch of zombie elves and everything. He kills so many looking people. <laughs> Holy shit, I love it. Uh, the Changeling was a nice kind of creepy one, just that shape shifting. And I also have some questions because so spoilers for. A Christmas horror story, the changeling bit, because so she gets her son back, but, you know, not before the changeling already murdered her husband. And so she's so he's still like dead in their home with his hand chopped off and all choked out and whatever. And also she shot the the guy whose land the changelings live on. And. So she gets her son back and they just leave. But it's like, what happens? What about that dude? And like, what about your husband? Like, are you, can you just, you can't really just go home with your kid. And his dead dad just sitting there under the Christmas tree. That's kind of fucked up. But I love it. It's <laughs> I don't know why that came to me this last time watching. I'm like, where are you going? So, <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, and then, oh, and I liked the Krampus one, too, and kind of how that one ended, where you think the Krampus has been defeated, but it's not, because it's all about, like, anyone can in, anyone can, can embrace a holiday spirit, good or bad, and the daughter embraces it because she's so mad at Aunt Etta, and ah, Krampus! Yay! I love it! <laughs> so, and then the one with, like, the, um, the... 
the three friends going out and doing like some ghost hunting stuff. Like that was fine. That was all right. It felt kind of a bit more of just like a classic uh, ghost story with a dash of possession. Um, And it's, yeah, it's, it's probably my least favorite out of them. It just wasn't like, it just didn't really like hold my attention. Uh, and then all in between this, you have uh, William Shatner uh, as a radio DJ, just casually getting drunker on on Christmas, doing his marathon or, you know, his broadcast. So that's mildly entertaining as well. But yeah, I that one's a fun one. I enjoy that one a lot. And I'm I look forward to watching it again next year. Uh, some. Some other ones that tend to make the rotation are some more childhood classics, you know, like the Charlie Brown, the original How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Uh, but my hubby gets all whiny pants because we don't watch any of the original Christmas classic specials with like the stop motion and like the Frosty the Snowman. And it's because those ones freak me out. I have never watched them. And it's kind of gotten to the point where I want to keep that streak going. But for the sake of fairness and yada yada, setting a good example for the children and shit, I suppose we can work those in. And then, you know, there's always the classic conversation of whether or not Die Hard is a Christmas movie. And I'm not here to partake in that because I acknowledge that it's a Christmas movie, but it just sadly doesn't actually get, um, it's actually not a part of our, or even my holiday movie rewatch. And it's not for any specific reason other than we just generally just haven't gotten to it. Uh, I'm, that's one that I'm not going to watch without my husband. Cause I know he loves it, but he doesn't always, <laughs> He gets sleepy and he's not always able to stay up long enough for movies. And, I, you know, I'm not judging as someone who falls asleep on the couch routinely. Uh, I get it. So, but we'll just have to find a way to to try and start working that in because, you know, obviously. Uh, let's see. And then, and then, yeah, just, you know, maybe some random holiday episodes so, like, the other day I watched, Hubby and I watched the Letterkenny Christmas episode, and that one's always a fun one. That one's, oh my god, just, I swear to god, every single time I watch that show, I rewatch Letterkenny, I find something new that just cracks me up. Like, it's always been there, and I've always found it funny, but for whatever reason, on this 30th rewatch, it's the one that just, just strikes me and I just I go into a giggle fit <laughs> so it, oh, I love that show I'm gonna miss that show uh the the 12th and final season will be coming out the day after Christmas here in the states and I look forward to uh my annual rewatch or not rewatch but my annual watching of the new season of Letterkenny like I said, it's the it's the final season. I'm going to miss it, but 12 seasons is a great run. Uh, each season running between six to seven episodes. So it's, I, I wish they were a little more. I wish I had a little, a, a few more episodes because they're short, but it does make it easy to just like burn through on a rewatch and, and 
easily kind of pick and choose favorite episodes and, and shit. So let's see. Oh, and then watching the uh, Schitt's Creek Christmas episode. Uh, I love it. It's just the perfect Schitt's Creek kind of holiday episode uh, with Christmas and Johnny just needing to go last minute put on like the biggest Christmas, you know, like a big Christmas thing, a big Christmas party. And then the way the family all eventually comes together. I love it. It's so sweet. Any other Christmas episodes? Well, I guess if you consider Abominable Bride from Sherlock a Christmas episode, um, I think it came around came out around Christmas. So it's kind of a Christmas special in that sense. But I did watch that the other day. And for some reason, Sherlock is another one, another series that I just kind of do my the bulk of my rewatching during the wintertime. Uh, and I just I really love that show. It's I mean, I've talked about it before in the past. It's one <laughs> it's just another one of those shows that Laura and I have talked about doing and then still have yet to do after four years. <laughs> Look, Mom's busy, all right? We got shit to do. So someday, someday we'll do we'll do Sherlock, I promise. Uh, let's see. And other than that, Oh, we did rewatch the Abbott Elementary Christmas episode and just kind of been doing a casual rewatch of that. Uh, getting excited for the third season. I think that comes out in like February or that starts in February. So I was so happy that they were able to uh, get to work as quickly as they did after the strike ended. Uh, and uh, for a lot of the series and some movies, how quickly they just were like ready to go, just kind of chomping at the bit to get back to work. And I appreciate that. So, oh, and then the 12 year old and I finished uh, the latest season of Quantum Leap. And I really, I, you know, the more I watch it, the more I really like that show. But the way season two ended, so I knew that the season had already had finished. And so I was like, sweet, you know, now we get to watch, kind of just watch all of it, not have to wait. And I didn't realize we were watching. It's one of those things where I didn't realize we were watching the finale and then it ended on kind of like a, a cliffhanger-ish. And that's pretty common for, for TV shows. Uh, but then when it didn't come up as like play next episode, I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> so I, I, uh, I do really, I've, I really enjoyed this show. I wouldn't say, I don't know how much I love it, but I do really love the cast and I really love this kind of array of characters. Um, <laughs> except for Addison, she bugs me. I'm sorry. Uh, she just fucking annoyed the shit out of me this season. Uh, uh. Anyway, <laughs> no spoilers for season two of Quantum Leap, but uh, so I, uh, Season three, I'm not sure if it's been renewed yet. I think it has. I suppose I could look that up real quick, huh? All I got to do is press pause. Unpause. So it looks like it has not been renewed for a third season yet. So hopefully they get on that and we can finish finding out what the fuck happens next. 
also, it's like I first kind of started watching this show because I needed to know if Sam Beckett ever makes it home. And it's like they keep bringing him up. And it's just it seems hopeless. Like it's just it's never going to happen. And I'm just I don't know how I feel about that. Like on one hand, okay, let's. All right, fine. I'll try and let it go. But on the other hand, it's like, stop bringing him up. (laughs) Oh, and I can't forget uh, for Christmas movies, another family one is Home Alone. And Hubby and I refuse to watch like anything beyond like the second one. And because we watched like the latest one last year and did not enjoy that. The kids enjoyed it and that's all that matters. But I don't want to have to sit through that again if I don't have to. So we watched the first one, and since we've all seen it before, it was just kind of fun to watch it and just as a family kind of shoot the shit and kind of question the movie. And it's so funny because the kids are like, you know, we're talking about how Marvin Harry should actually be dead, like, a whole bunch of times. Uh, but that's just the the glory and the beauty of Slapstick is it's fine. Uh, but then talking about who who the villain is of the movie. Uh, Because I saw something go around online. I don't remember if it was Twitter or threads about uh, Christmas villains, movie villains. And someone had said uh, the mom from Home Alone. And and so we were kind of going back and forth about whether it's the mom or whether it's Kevin. So we couldn't really land on one. I think hubby was very much like it's Kevin. He's the villain. He's terrible. (laughs) He didn't like the way Kevin talked about his family at the beginning and the way he sassed his mom back. Mm -mm -mm. Uh, And I think the kids thought that it was the mom. No, no. I think they sided with dad on that one. I can't remember. It was only a couple of days ago. Was it a week ago? You know what? We're in that time period where it's this is the week before Christmas and I don't no one gives a shit and time is lost and everything can just wait until later and like knowing time. (laughs) So that's kind of oh no, that's where I'm at. Hopefully y'all can sympathize. Oh, and Eight Crazy Nights. That is a movie within our family rotation because the nine-year-old loves it. <laughs> and so does the 12-year-old. <laughs> okay, so yeah, that's pretty much what's been streaming in my bubble and in the family bubble. And, you know, there's going to be more Christmas movies and holiday specials coming up that we'll be watching. Uh, obviously, there's going to be the new episode of Doctor Who on Christmas that I'm going to have to watch uh, as soon as we get back from doing Christmas with my fam. So I'm very much looking forward to that. And considering I don't have anything locked down for the next episode, it might just be a mini bubble on, on that, uh, on the latest episode of Dr. Who with Shooty got was first full episode as the doctor. So I think we can pretty much count on that. I'm I'm feeling really good about that one. Like that one is gonna, that one's gonna happen. So, 
Um, and then, of course, you know, other things that I'm just kind of that will soon to be streaming in our bubble. Uh, like I said, Letterkenny's 12th and final season. Uh, sad to see it go, but I can't wait to see it. I haven't even watched the trailer for it because I just want to keep everything a surprise for myself. Um, and then, of course, like Shorzy's already been renewed for a third season. Uh, I'm not sure when that hap- when that season will come out. Hopefully it'll come out next year because I absolutely fucking love that show so, so much. I might love it more than Letterkenny. Uh, and then the 12-year-old I, and I have plans on watching the final episodes, the final parts for Attack on Titan uh, during break. Um, how many parts are there? Are there the two or is there three or four? Four? I'm not entirely sure. Um, but we're going to kind of wait for the dubbed version. We acknowledge that, like, yes, we can watch the subtitled version because it's not that big of a deal since we always have closed captioning on. But uh, I think we're going to we're going to wait uh, because we'll do it while we're off on on break and everything. Do a free trial for Crunchyroll or Funimation, wherever it's at. Uh, and then just enjoy it over and over and over as much as we can uh, when when they're all out. Although, I don't think they're all out. So the second one comes out on, like, what, Funimation, Crunchyroll on, like, January 7th, I think I saw. But then again, I don't know if there's more parts. So what that basically boils down to is I don't know when to do the free trial to, to finish watching all of these because I want to do it in one full shot. And originally... I was under the impression that that would have been happening during uh, our our winter break, but only the dubbed version of part one came out, I think. I don't know. Either way, <laughs> we're going to be watching that as soon as we can. Um, and then I'm really interested in uh, Marvel Echo Marvel's Echo because the trailer for that it looks so fucking badass so I'm I'm really really curious to see to watch that um bring it back Daredevil and what like Punisher 2 I think maybe rumored I don't know looking forward to it uh and then the Avatar uh Last Airbender the live action series I mean it already looks so much better than that other live action version. Um, so I'm I'm excited for it. But at the same time, I'm very, very worried because it's Netflix. And I just, I, I don't trust them with their own original series and letting them run their course. So... We shall see how attached I will get. <laughs> the chances of me getting overly attached and then having my heart broken are very, very great. So be ready for that. But until that happens, let me know what you think of today's episode. Let me know what is streaming in your bubble. Let me know if there's things that should be streaming in my bubble. Let me know what your holiday movie must-watches are. and. I'll check them out and possibly add them to our rotation. Uh, because why not? Why not just go fucking headfirst into Christmas crazy? Because <laughs> the crash, the post-crash Christmas crash is 
Ugh, that is that is a rough one. <laughs> so let me enjoy it now. <laughs> let me enjoy this Christmas high now and send me all your holiday movie must-watches. No rom-coms, though. Sorry, I'm not going to do it. If it's Hallmark or Lifetime or any of that shit where the covers are indistinguishable, no thanks. Preferably, like, sci-fi. Um, ooh, like... Black Mirror, White Christmas. Oh, that's such a good one. Um, with John Hamm. Oh, I love that episode. It was so fucked up. Uh, but yeah, holiday horror, uh, sci-fi comedies, raunchy comedies, um, that kind of stuff. So you can uh, send any of those suggestions to mystreamingbubble at gmail.com. Or you can let me know over on Twitter. And you can find me there as at streamingbubble. No my in that. Or you can pop on over to Facebook, Instagram, and or threads and search My Streaming Bubble and give me a follow and a shout out and your suggestions over there. Uh, But most importantly, as always, be sure to rate, follow, and review this podcast wherever you get your podcast fix because that is truly the best gift you can give to any podcaster especially us little itty bitty ones. It does so much. It's not even like a full five seconds out of your life. And it's it's so appreciated. So in this gift giving season, give the gift of me. And have a happy holidays if that's your jam. And if not, that's cool. I appreciate you listening. And of course, thank you to all my bubblies, all my tolerables, And all my podcast pals for listening, for your support, and keep streaming. Bye. If you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to let me know by rating and reviewing wherever you get your podcast fix. Follow me on Twitter at Streaming Bubble. Find me on Facebook and Instagram as My Streaming Bubble. Have thoughts, suggestions, questions, or want to be tolerated? Email me at MyStreamingBubble at gmail.com. If you want to show your love and support for this little old podcast in monetary form, search My Streaming Bubble over at buymeacoffee.com and buy me a cheese wedge. And if you want to take that love and support to the next level, head over to Redbubble where you can find and purchase My Streaming Bubble merch. All monetary support goes right back into this podcast from new recording equipment to night cheese. Thanks for your support and keep streaming.